This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Hello and welcome to Don't Forget Your Tips. I'm Sam Ferris here, as always, but for the final time, Martin Gabor. G'day, Gabs. Don't say final, Fez. If John Farnham is anything to go by, we could be seeing each other again. It's not goodbye. It's see you later. But this <laughs> is the last AFL episode of Don't Forget Your Tips This Season, the weekly podcast for you, the footy fan that's trying to get that extra edge in your footy tipping comp. Today, we're looking at round 23, the final round of the home and away round of the AFL season. Before we do that, let's look back at last week's results. Gabs, Eight out of nine. Eight out of eight to start, and then the Bombers let you down. I feel like you've got something to do with this overhaul that's happening at Tullamarine. Uh, You've and the Squid have become outraged, and you've decided to basically tear the Bombers down from the outside. How was he feeling going to that last game? It was there, the perfect round. I have seen a shark in the movie Jaws 2 pull down a helicopter. I believe a squid <laughs> has the strength to pull down the planes leaving Tullamarine. This was unacceptable. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I think he works for the Herald Sun. He's on Fox footy. Mark Robinson, he described it as the most insipid performance by any team this season. The squid endorses that comment. He is fed <laughs> up. He is furious. He wanted to finish with a perfect round. <sighs> Thankfully, he has one more chance. He's got one last crack. Before we get into this week's games, I've done a bit of a tally of the Squid's results this season. After 22 rounds, 189 games have been played, uh, Gabs. How many right do you think the Squid got? Give us a percentage. That's probably an easy way to do it. Okay, well, there were some miserable-ish rounds, but quite a few eights, (laughs) a lot of sevens. You know what? I'm going to say 71%. Yeah, not as many eights as you might have thought, oh, just no, the no. two, one being last round. Uh, you got seven, six times, okay. six out of 22. Finished with a, uh, a winning percentage of 64%, which equates to 5.76 correct tips per round. Right. So um, if you want to go for almost two-thirds of the game's right, listen to the squid. Um, yeah, he's better than a coin flip, let's put it that way. <laughs> He's got nine games left to get him all right and to get that elusive perfect round. It's the last round of the regular season. Lots to play for. Let's get into it. All right, round 23 starts at the Gabba on Friday night from 10 to 8. It's the Lions against the Demons. Lots of stake in this game, Caps. Yeah, not just for our perfect round, which you, of course, have picked one of the <laughs> hardest games of the season to kick it <laughs> off. It is fourth against third. So much goes on the line here. The winner of this will definitely finish in the top four and could finish in the top two if the Swans lose. Let's start with the Lions, the home team here. And it's important that it is at home because they have won nine from ten at the Gabba this season. And one of their big advantages has been their clearance game. They've had the second most this year. A lot of good work there by Lockie Neal. But let's stick with Lockie Neal for a sec. He's in line to win his second Brownlow medal. But he was held to just 22 touches when these teams played early in the year. And that is his third lowest tally of the season. The Lions, they lost that one. And they've also lost three in a row against the Demons. Now, the Demons have a bit of a love-hate affair with the Gabba. They've won two, then lost two, won two, lost two, and then won two. So they are technically on track for a loss here. The Demons, they do lead 
led the league in contested possessions. And Clayton Oliver, he looks set to finish the regular season with the most disposals. But, Fez, they have had the fourth fewest tackles this season and they have lost two of their past three games away from home. Gabs, the squid has been on the demons all year. (laughs) I don't think he's not tipped them once. What's he doing in the last round of the season? Well, you can't do things 23 times in a (laughs) row, as we all know. He's jumped off the bandwagon and landed in the lion's den. Let's go to Saturday now. And the first game's at 1.45pm all times for Australian Eastern Standard Time. This one's at Manuka Oval in Canberra. It's the Giants against the Dockers. Big game for the Dockers because Gabs, a win here, could see them sneak into the top four. Yeah, I'll get to them in a second, but let's start with Jesse Hogan. The big news this week is that he re-signed for another season, and that's great news for the Giants because he has kicked multiple goals in six of his past eight games. Also, some good news here. They are very disciplined out there at GWS. They've considered the third fewest freeze, but they have lost six in a row at Monica, so there is no home ground advantage whatsoever. They've also failed to score 70 points in any of those losses. It doesn't help either that they've got the third worst attack this season, so that trend may not end. Back onto the Dockers, as you mentioned, they can sneak into the top four. Of course, they have to win on Saturday and then hope a couple of results go their way. And here's some weird info. I know you love these weird stats. So in their games at Monica, they've conceded (laughs) 82, 82, and 83 for two losses and a win. Not sure there's much in that, but who knows if the Giants kick 10 or 11 goals could see history repeat. Now, Frio, they are ranked third for hitouts, and they could get Rory Lobb and Nat Fife back this weekend. But, and I will use this stat a bit today, they have finished the regular season with a loss in five straight years. They don't do round 23s very well. Already thinking about Mad Monday. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. The Giants can't score 70, but the Dockers concede 82 or so points. Um, something's got to give there, Gabs. Uh, which way is the squid going? Yeah, history could repeat. I'm not too sure, but the squid is tipping the Dockers. The next game on a Saturday is at Marvel Stadium in Melbourne. It's the Kangaroos against the Suns. This one kicks off at 10 past 2. Big game for the Roos, Gabs. A lot happening at uh, North this week, and they need a win here to avoid the spoon. They certainly do. They are battling with West Coast for that, uh, I was going to say that unwanted honour, but uh, (laughs) no one wants it in their life. I've got one from a tipping comp. It's not great. Uh, Now the Roos, they have won their past three home games against the Suns, and a guy who's Flying a bit under the radar this year, Luke Davies-Uniac. Now, he led the league for inside 50s last week, while he also had the second most disposals in round 22. So he's had a really sneaky good season for the Roos, but it has been a tough old year for the Kangaroos. They have the worst attack, the worst defence, and they've also had the fewest kicks. Now, onto the Suns, Ruckman Jared Witz. He is 116 hitouts clear of his nearest rival, so he is going to finish the year well and truly on top of that stat. The Suns are also ranked third for tackles inside 50, so a lot of pressure on defensive teams trying to get out, but they have lost three in a row at Marvel, and they've got the worst disposal efficiency in the league. Now, I mentioned that stat a bit early for the Dockers. The Suns have only ever won their final round game once in 11 seasons. <laughs> you love that stat, Gabs. I can't wait to hear it every game. <laughs> Who's this good taken? Uh, the Suns are going to end that streak. He's tipping the Suns. Next up, we're going to Geelong at GMHBA Stadium. It's the Cats against the Eagles from 4.35pm. This is 
first versus second last on the ladder. So I'm not going to spend too much time on this one, Gabs. The Cats won't have Jeremy Cameron or Reese Stanley for this match, but the team is still stacked with gun players and they've won four of their past five against the Eagles. Making matters worse for West Coast, they've lost their last eight matches in Geelong. There's no Elliot Yo for the Eagles and Nick Natanui is unlikely to play, but Tim Kelly returns from suspension and Willie Rioli might feature as well. Gabs, first versus second last. Easy one for the Squid. Squid has never been more confident in the Cats. At 7.25pm, it's the Bombers against the Tigers at the MCG. Gabs, you liked the word penultimate last week. Loved it. This week, I'm going with cataclysmic. Uh, It's been a cataclysmic (laughs) week for the Bombers, not just from the Squid's point of view. Uh, The old president Mm. is gone. They've got a new one in. There's an external review taking place, and they might have a new coach at the time of recording. Ben Rutten is still in charge and will coach this game, but who knows? they got to play on a Saturday, and it's just about the worst opponent they could come up against. They've lost their past 12 against the Tigers, dating back to 2014. As for the Tigers, they're no strangers to controversy, but they've been pretty quiet lately. They've won three in a row, locked themselves a top eight spot, and they'll be playing for Shane Edwards, the Tigers legend, who announced he's retiring at the end of the season. Tigers here for the squid, Gabs? Redemption for the squid. Tigers all the way. (laughs) And the last game on Saturday is the Power against the Crows at the Adelaide Oval from 7.30pm, Australian Eastern Centre time. It's the showdown, of course. No prison bars in sight. Gabs, a bit of a fun fact about the prison bars. They actually represent wharf pylons from when the jersey was changed back in 1902. It used to be a blue and magenta strip. They changed it to black and white stripes and those stripes represent the Wharf Pylons there. So the big story here for Port Adelaide is Robbie Gray. He's going to play his final match before retiring. He's been called Port's best player in the AFL era. Hard to argue about that. He is a genuine match winner. Uh, As for the Crows, they have won three on the trot beating North, West Coast and Carlton and they beat the power back in round three. And who can forget that goal after the siren by Jordan Dawson, one of the highlights of the season. But before that miracle win, the Crows had lost their previous four matches against Port. So that's something to consider. What's the squid thinking? Well, the squid absolutely loved hearing the word wharf. Got a little bit excited there, but had to calm down. <laughs> uh, fun fact for you, the squid is tipping Port. Three games left of the regular season. They're all on Sunday from 10 past one at the University of Tasmania Stadium. It's the Hawks against the Bulldogs. This is Super Sunday, Gabs. All these (laughs) games have finals implications. Another great word, implications. Mm. Uh, The Bulldogs need to win here for any chance of playing finals footy. Yeah, they do. They also need Carlton to lose it. We will get to that game a little bit later. Let's start with the Hawks, though. They've won two in a row and four of their past five at York Park. And the Hawks haven't lost their final regular season game of of a season since 2009, <laughs> Fez. We were still at uni. That is a very long time ago. Yeah. But they have considered the fourth most points this season and they are ranked last for clearances. Now onto the Dogs. All they can do is win and hope Carlton go down. And they smashed Hawthorne a few weeks ago and have won three of their past four against them. They've also got the third best disposal efficiency, while the Hawks, they are the third worst. But the Bulldogs have lost five of their seven games at York Park and they are ranked 16th in hitouts. All right, big game. Bulldogs, everything to play for. Hawks got that winning streak on their side. Gabs, who is the squid taken? Well, look, there's only one team playing for anything here, so surely the Bulldogs win. 
The next game might not just be the game of the round. It might be the game of the season. (laughs) It's the Blues against the Magpies at the MCG from 3.20 p.m. This is a sellout. Everything to play for. The Blues trying to stay in the eight. The Magpies going for a top four spot. Take it away, Gavs. Yeah, uh, too many storylines. I'm already a little bit excited here. I went to the Magpies (laughs) game last week at the SCG. Second biggest ever crowd at that ground. It was epic and my goodness there are a whole lot of Collingwood fans in yeah. Sydney but we'll get to the Magpies in a sec because it is all about the Blues right now. I feel a little bit sorry for their fans because they were dreaming of a flag not that long ago. They started the season 8-2 and two, but they've lost 7 of their past 11 now to sit in 8 and needing to win to ensure their spot in the finals. They've also lost 6 of their past 7 against the Magpies and they've lost 3 straight at the MCG. And here's that stat again. They have not won a final (laughs) regular season game since 2013. But Fez, there is a big caveat to that because that was the last (laughs) time they made the finals. Yes. So good news there for the Blues, who do lead the league in disposals and have also received the second most freeze. Now, on to the Magpies. If they win this, they are guaranteed a spot in the top four because two of the teams above them play each other. Now, they had that 11-game winning streak snap, but they will finish in the top four, as I just said, if they win. So all to play for here. They beat Carlton earlier in the year by single digits, of course, (laughs) and they lead the league in intercepts and might get Jordan Degoe back, but they will be without Jack Ginnivan after he hurt his hamstring against Sydney. Now, the problem for the Magpies, they haven't scored 100 points in a game since round seven, and they've had the fewest disposals of the top eight teams. This is going to be one heck of a match, Gabs. Uh, I'm going to get in here before the squid. I really want the Blues to win this game (laughs) because the crowd will go wild. Who's the squid going? Yeah, look, don't tell my bosses, but I'm probably not going to watch the NRL. I think I'll be watching this one. (laughs) The squid, he's tipping the Magpies. And the final game of the regular season is the Saints against the Swans at Marvel Stadium. This one from 4.40pm. Both teams have plenty to play for in this game. Gab the Saints mathematically can still make the eight. Yeah, dust off those scientific calculators from year nine maths because there <laughs> is still a chance they can make it. But they need to win. They need the dogs to lose and they need Carlton, of course, to go down to the Magpie. So a bit to play out there. Now, Max King, outstanding forward, but... He kicked five behinds last week and now leads the league in that category. If one of those had gone in, maybe two, who knows, they may have beaten Brisbane. They've also lost three of their past four at Marvel and haven't scored 100 points in any of their past 10 matches this season. The Saints, they have considered the sixth fewest points, though, this year, and they do lead the leagues in kicks, so they love to move the ball around the big expanses of Marvel. Now, the Swannies water team can finish second with a win here. They've won 12 of their past 14 against St Kilda, although the past four have gone win-loss, win-loss loss. Now, Fez, they've won six games in a row and kicked 100 or more points in three of those four. That streak was snapped last week. But they have conceded the second most freeze and they are ranked 15th for handballs. Swans or Saints to round out the regular season? Can't go past the Swans. All right, that is round 23 of the AFL season done. Gabs, before we go, give us the squid tips one last time, please. Sure thing. This has to be it because there is no more time after this. <laughs> he has gone the Lions, Dockers, Suns, Cats, Tigers, Power, Bulldogs, Magpies and the Swans. 
and the Swans to round it out. All right, that is us done. Thank you, Gabs, for all your research on the AFL season this year. Thank you to the Squid for his, well, his 64% of the time correct tips. <laughs> and thank you for listening to our inaugural AFL season on Don't Forget Your Tips. It's all done, but there's the footy finals to come. And, of course, we have our NRL version of Don't Forget Your Tips, which has still got a few weeks left to run, so you can check that out in your favorite podcast app or the League Live app. Also, remember, we have a weekday sports news podcast called Sport Today. You won't hear Gads on that anymore, but I'll be on there. It covers all the big news, quirky stories, and we throw in a bit of trivia all under 10 minutes, and it's ready to go by 6.30. AM. Check that out. Good luck with the AFL tips. Thanks again for listening and always remember, don't forget your tips. Yeah.